Creating Utopia, the podcast, ideas to change the world, where we turn conversation into action. Thank you for joining. This episode is titled, Dave Rubin and the Libertarian Contradiction. The Rubin Report is one of my top five favorite podcasts. The host, Dave Rubin, regularly has guests on his show that he disagrees with. And a lot of these figures, the majority of the public are either unaware of to a full extent, like what it is that they believe, or they disagree with their ideas often from a a knee-jerk type of perspective or not really knowing the entire story. What's so inspiring is that Dave Rubin is showing us that people who disagree can get along. They can collaborate and share their ideas uh, with an open mind. They can debate ideas that they have. And a lot of the ideas that have in the past been quote-unquote impolite conversation topics are now open for discussion. He's doing this freely and with good faith. And Rubens described this through the lens of his personal journey from his prior days on the Young Turks uh, and his progressive leanings to his position now, which he describes are true liberal and even more so libertarianism. Now, the Creating Utopia synopsis of libertarianism is going to be very brief. Uh, It is, on the surface, a principle of live and let live. Whatever I do, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else, I would certainly hope the system we live in will ensure no one infringes on my freedom to live however I want. Whatever you do, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else, I would again certainly hope the system, as well as no individual or group, infringes on your freedom to do whatever you want and be who you want to be. This is a wonderful idea, and it can help us empathize with lifestyles, decisions, innate personality traits, preferences, fears, hopes, and ideals of literally everyone else. If you want to protect your own freedoms, then you're also, by definition, invested in the freedoms of others. It's interesting to point out that libertarians tend not to be politicians themselves, and they also appear to have had many thought-provoking, difficult conversations with many people of varying backgrounds. It seems like you finally get to the point where you want to stop arguing and you want to agree to disagree. You just, you want to let people be as long as they'll let you be. You can see libertarian leanings in Bill Maher, who I'm a big fan of, as well as Christopher Hitchens, one of my all-time heroes. These are intelligent individuals who spent their lives trying to learn, debate, answer difficult questions, and ultimately help society function in a better way. But there is a contradiction here. When you get into the details and find out what libertarianism can do to the way people end up viewing others, and I've had this experience myself when debating a libertarian with a strong personality. What I've noticed, and I couldn't think of anyone better to illustrate this point than Dave Rubin, 
is that the libertarian viewpoint can lead the individuals to, rightfully so, begin to question the very ideas of government and from an extremely critical perspective. If the individual finds themselves feeling personally hindered or held back by the system that they live in and stumble upon Ayn Rand, as many often do, this can lead to a self-interested perspective that, while beneficial in many senses, can cause us to somewhat lose the big picture of what society is and needs to be in order for anyone to live the way humans do in prosperous nations and communities. You don't have to search very hard to hear Dave Rubin criticizing big government, and I agree. The government is too big. It's not serving the proper purpose anymore. It spends money on things we don't want. It wastes money. It, it sets rules and limitations on our freedoms that are sometimes unreasonable or nonsensical. The government is far from perfect, and it can never be. So just because my overall idea here, the name of my podcast, is Creating Utopia, I'm not a utopian. I'll be spending an entire podcast describing what creating utopia means in the future. But for now, the government is literally made up of people. And this definition of government I found, quote, the body of persons that constitutes the governing authority of a political unit or organization, end quote can help illustrate that at the end of the day, when you say you're against the government, you're kind of, sort of, just claiming you're against people who want there to be some sort of rules, whether you agree with the rules or not. To have a libertarian in the government right now most likely would lead to some incredible results if there was already economic opportunity within that country. But to think that people struggling for their daily needs could self-organize and just trust that they're safe, that their neighbors are playing by the same rules as they are, and they have nothing to worry about as long as they don't hurt anyone because no one will be hurting them, T to think that this would work would, would kind of ignore everything that we know about human history and what has led to civilization to this point. Don't get me wrong, it would be wonderful, and I think we should take every step possible to get to a point that we do feel safe and trust our neighbors with anything. But we've seen throughout history that in order to have human beings reach a level of sustainability, we need to socialize and create intricate networks of people that can do things much greater than any single one. What I'm claiming to be the libertarian contradiction is that in order to get to a point where libertarianism is feasible or individuals can even conceive of the idea of libertarianism, you would have to have an organized structure in place to thank for getting there. Furthermore, I just want to bring up the idea that nearly every country in the world today has a hybrid form of capitalism and socialism 
with each country just varying their degrees of each concept. For example, insurance is a socialist program. If your country makes you get any type of insurance, homeowners, car, life, etc., they have incorporated socialism on top of the capitalistic framework. If you live in a country that has public schools, healthcare, a military, you live in a country that has incorporated a socialist idea. Let's just explain what this means quickly because again, I'll be spending an entire podcast on this idea as well. A socialist idea really just means that those who can't support themselves, elderly or sick or children, these individuals who are unable to participate within the capitalist system, still deserve to survive within the society. You can't find many people who disagree with this notion. I don't know where you could go in the world to live the way you would want to if you did disagree. But I would urge anyone who wants to live in a place where children or sick or elderly don't have a chance to survive, then I would encourage you to go to that place. And you would do the libertarian thing and encourage us to leave you out of it. You would build your society where people don't go to school and there aren't roads and tell us how it goes I suppose so I really like a lot of the ideas in capitalism and I really like a lot of the ideas in socialism I really dislike a lot of the ideas in capitalism as well and I really dislike a lot of the ideas in socialism as well both are interesting ideas thought up over a hundred years ago Both have some positive and negative consequences that our society should probably look at a little bit closer than we do. Wherever it feels wrong to earn a profit, like on clean air or on sick people, it feels wrong because it probably just isn't the best way to incentivize human behavior. Some people shouldn't benefit when others are sick. We should look at the positive outcomes of socialized healthcare and the negatives and see what adjustments could be made. There's no reason to think that there isn't a better game to play. And it's coming whether we're noticing or not. Which is going to bring us to the final segment, how to create utopia. We can suppose true libertarianism would most likely actually support those that want to live with a government as well, regardless of that system. A libertarian, from my perspective, wouldn't be mocking or condemning those with ideas that seem opposed to their own. They should be encouraging them to be doing any type of thinking, to be thinking however they want, as long as it doesn't hurt others. It's interesting to me that the moment you say a non-critical word about the idea of socialism, there's a percentage of the population who will now just think I'm a socialist. Have they ignored that I said that I love some aspects of capitalism? Is it ignored that I never have and never would suggest implementing socialism? Is it ignored that I will happily admit that every socialist government in the world has failed? ranging from appalling to tragic. 
Capitalism works to a certain degree, but it didn't work completely either. If it did, we wouldn't have a single public school or insurance program, public transit or roads or police, or environmental degradation and efforts to fix it, or many other things we use daily, rely on, and would be severely crippled as a society without. So I would suggest we create Utopia this week by not focusing on the clearly bad aspects of ideas, especially those that were thought of a hundred years ago. We also try to refrain from caricaturizing those who mention the positives of any idea as something that they're not. So you can argue with so much of what I've said in this episode, and that was the point. This is an example of the thoughts and ideas of a person who is just trying to make sense of the world around me and improve things in any way I feel is possible. I urge you to explore the ideas that you've disagreed with, the ideas that you agree with, and recognize anything that you heard in this podcast, I didn't make up. I'm just trying to synthesize other people's ideas, people that I've learned from and the experiences that I've had throughout life. This is what we're all doing. So it's worth it to look at the contradictions in our own ways of thinking, any opportunity we can. This podcast wasn't just about the contradictions in Dave Rubin's personal version of libertarianism. I wanted to show that we create utopia by encouraging ourselves and others to explore any and all ideas, especially the ones we haven't thought of yet. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Creating Utopia. Follow me on Twitter at creating underscore utopia and make sure to ask questions, comment, like, share. I'll make every effort to reply to everyone. The next podcast I'm really excited about, it's going to be on Joe Rogan.